Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get ready to buckle up and take a ride in your favorite concept car. Welcome to Kids and Cars. This show is all about cars and hosted by two kids who know a thing or two about cars, even though they don't drive. On Voice America Kids, let's get it started in revving. Here are your hosts. Thank you. Welcome to the program Kids and Cars on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. Today we're going to talk about the Prius and the Volt. We're going to compare the two of them. I like the Volt, and... I, I personally prefer the Prius. Why do you prefer the Prius? Cheaper pricing, better styling, and it gets more miles per gallon. I like the Volt because... Have you seen the Volt before? Maybe not in real life, I, but... I've seen it on TV. On TV? Yeah. yeah. Do you see the body of the car? It's really sporty looking. It's athletic. It's it's a really cool car. Like It looks like a generic sedan with boxy styling. Whatever. <laughs> owner satisfaction on the prius is generally high really yeah. well did you know that if you if you charge the volt it runs 35 to 40 miles on the charge and then it can it switches over to an engine and it can go 340 miles the without pri- the the prius does get better highway miles per gallon though which is important if you're driving on the highway for a long road trip eyes of the prius are the transmission the rear seat access turning circle and crash test results plus it's got amazing fuel economy and a good price for that too compared to the volts what is it forty thousand dollars yes because the volt is the most fuel efficient compact car in the united states and the u.s environmental protection agency officially rated the volts combined city highway fuel economy in all electric mode at 93 miles per gallon gasoline equivalent well, when Consumer Report tested it, it only got 33 miles on electric power, which is the equivalent of per gallon, compared to the Toyota Prius is 44 miles per gallon. And, and the, the recharge time does take five hours. The Volt gets 40 miles per gallon on charge. Well, that can vary from test to test. But each test they've gotten, it has been in between 35 and 40 miles per gallon on the electric charge. And then it switches into an engine. And it can go for 340 miles. Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. Our friend Alexis from Take Two, another show on the Voice America Kids Network, commented that the Volt seems like more of a friendly, family-friendly car. But in fact, it can fit less passengers than the Prius. Whereas the Prius can fit five people, the Volt can only fit four. That's interesting. Well, the Chevy Volt has won three awards already. It has won the 2011 Motor Trend Car of the Year. It has won the North American Car of the Year. And it, was also, it also won the 2011 Green Car Breakthrough Award. And Edmunds.com gives that award out. And that's a pretty big award to get. But the car's electric range is very susceptible to cold weather. Primarily because the heater runs on electricity. Consumer Reports was testing the car, and they were getting the low end of the electric-only range, only between 23 and 28 miles, because of the winter's cold weather. The design and construction of that aluminum plate, uh, the cooling fin, was critical to ensuring an even temperature distribution, 
with no hot or cool spots across the flat rectangular cell oh. of the vault. Wow, that's mm-hmm. very neat, to be honest. Um, yeah. The vault's appeal in terms of fuel economy depends largely on your driving pattern, though. The more often and farther you travel between the electric range, the closer your overall energy use drops towards 30 miles per gallon. And you know what? The Volt received another award, the 2011 World Green Car of the Year. That makes them have one, two, three, four, five, six awards. Well, the car's gas mileage on various tests varies to such a degree that I would not trust buying that car. Well, they've done so many tests, and they've all been so similar in all the different tests they've done. How? My reports say 20 to 30 miles per gallon. Yours say 50, and some of yours even say 90. No, they say 30 to 50 miles per gallon on a That's charge. That's a 20-mile difference. Well, yeah, but still. That's like, inconsistent. Don't cry. I won't cry. It's I'm sorry. just being really hateful right now to the, to the Volt. The Volt is a special car, and you're mm-hmm. just dissing it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The Volt owners drive an average of 800 miles before they need to fill up the gasoline tank, which is the equivalent to being like 30 days before they need to fill up their tank again. Well, at the national average of 11 cents per kilowatt, which is a measurement of electricity, the Volt would cost about 5.0 cents per mile in an electric mode, and then 10 cents a mile beyond that, assuming gas is $3 a gallon. Hold on. By contrast, a Toyota Prius costs 6.8 cents per gallon at all times. That, that's really interesting. I didn't know that about the Prius. Well, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Kids in Cars. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. Our topic today is... Fun, fun facts. facts! So we're going to talk about some different car fun facts that most people don't know. So. Well, you'd think most people wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay, here's one. The first cars didn't even have steering wheels. They steered with a lever. I didn't that know that. That sounds very inconvenient. Yeah, how would you steer with a lever? Well, like, I, I can imagine it like like um uh, airplane, but oh, okay, it yeah. definitely would be different and harder to control. Yeah, I definitely I, think I a would steering imagine. wheel would be easier. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, the New York City Police Department used bicycles to pursue speeding motorists in 1898. How did they catch them on a bicycle? I mean, the cars were so slow back then. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> bicycles would be the faster. Bicycle, the bicycle could probably outrun them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh here's one. Did you know that hybrid cars make up 3% of, like, all the cars? That's not a lot. I'd expect it to be, like, at least 5%. Yeah, a little bit or higher more. than 3%. I guess there's not that many, but... Most American car horns beep in the key of F. That's a nice key. I prefer the key of E, but... <laughs> <laughs> do you know originally the dorian when it had its first alternator it was it wasn't powerful enough so the horn was very weak and it couldn't be heard in traffic really i didn't know that so it'd be like beep, and you just hear yeah, it you but- just hear it in your car <laughs> then no one would pay any attention to what yeah. you were doing <laughs> the automobile is the most recycled consumer product in the world today well, I mean, there's millions of cars, millions of people, and people sell their cars. They got to go somewhere. And, of course, other people need cars. Yeah, so. Good prices. <laughs> yeah. The first car radio was invented in 1929. That was a really long time ago. Yeah. I wonder when the actual radio was invented. Probably somewhere around that time. Maybe. 
car radios are nice because you can listen to all sorts of music while you're driving and it makes you feel way cool <laughs> and then it like makes you feel like you're going faster than what you actually are going Sometimes like in songs, rush hour songs make you go faster <laughs> <laughs> you could be like singing don't stop believing yeah something faster like metal or something yeah <laughs> I, I don't even listen to that much metal but it's true in 1923, 173 new inventions by women for cars had been reported. Among these inventions were a carburetor and electric engine starters. That those are the electric engine starters are pretty awesome because compared to the original thing where you have to crank it and then you get back in the car or you have to push it, I mean that's very inconvenient. Hey, you know who introduced the first electric turn signals in 1933 or 30, 1938? Do you know I, who introduced that? I think I read it in a book once, but I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Buick did. Oh, did you know that? I, I think I, think I did. Have? I might have, but I didn't remember. Because <laughs> you used to have to make the signals with your hand. With like your you'd hand. go up, and then that'd be like left, I think. I don't know. I don't, I know I don't that, even so. know what they are, but it was inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you know? Okay, this is really interesting. I didn't know this. The... You know the Peanuts characters? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they were first animated in 1957 for a Ford Fairline automobile commercial. Like, that's where they started, on a commercial for Ford. Really? I know. I'd like to see that commercial. Yeah, I know. I, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I thought they were just, like, came to be and were a TV show or whatever. Yeah. Do you know in 1916, 55% of the cars in the world were Model T Fords, a record that has never been beaten? That's, that's half, a lot. Half the world's cars were all the same car. Were all the same car. That'd be weird because you could be like driving and then you'd see like your car and then your car and then the same car. and It'd be confusing in parking lots. <laughs> yeah. Then like, oh, that's my, oh, no, that's not my car. Where is it? You had to turn the horn. My family already has enough trouble with that. If everyone's <laughs> car was the same, it'd probably be even worse. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty interesting. I can just imagine that. So if you would like to email the show, you can send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Make sure you mention our names, Anthony Erdo and Riley Waite, and mention the name of the show, Kids in Cars. Tell us something, or ask questions that we can mention slash answer on the air. Let's take a break. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. When you're 10 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 10 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 10 and on to 11 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 10, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the program, Kids and Cars, on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And today we're going to talk about the Camaro. Oh, guess what we got to do this weekend, this past weekend? Well, I think it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we got to go and test drive uh, a 2011 Camaro convertible. It was yeah. so much fun. It was awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. It's nothing, nothing like that. It so was, much fun. It was, it was so fun. much fun because when you took the roof down and then you drove, like the wind was like... Like my hair was wet from a shower I took and it was completely dry by the end of the ride. <laughs> That's right. That was so funny. So... Um, what did you like about the the driving test driving the Camaro? Well, it was super smooth to ride in. Like, Definitely, it was like butter on the road, and <laughs> it was very fast too. And I always appreciate a fast car. <laughs> it was really cool. My dad had a, the best time driving that. It was he he was ah. He did have a few complaints though, but more on those later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're gonna talk about uh, the Camaro and. The Camaro is, it's uh, manufactured by General Motors uh, under the Chevrolet brand. So it's, it's classified as a pony car, but some versions of the Camaro are um, muscle cars. It, the Camaro originally went on sale in September, on September 29th in, 1990, in 1966. And uh, it was... A long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, it was competing against the model, the Ford Mustang. And when they were talking about, when Chevrolet was preparing the Camaro, the code name of the Camaro Sonoma they were talking about was Panther. And that is a totally awesome code name. <laughs> yes. Um, when they had the, the, the press conference, when they were going to open the Camaro to the public and tell them all about it, uh, the... The automotive press asked the Chevrolet managers, what is a Camaro? And they told the, the automotive press that it was a small, vicious animal that eats Mustangs. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I know. It was so funny. So um, so the first generation uh, came out in 1966, and it went on through 1969. It only was two years and then they made the next style so that one is very um, muscly in my opinion yeah i'd agree <laughs> very it was it looks really cool it's a really cool car um it the had power plants mm-hmm, yeah it had you could choose between six different v8 power plants yeah options. and then <laughs> yeah a lot of options and then it had um uh, it was available as a two-door, um, two-plus-two seating. So it was two-door with four seats, and uh, it was either a coupe or a convertible. You could choose between either one. I like the convertible. Convertibles. I've always loved convertibles ever since I was little. They're okay. <laughs> they just look cool, like, I like driving roofs. with no roof. Roofs are cool. I like roofs. <laughs> I think they're just they're really cool. Okay. And then in 1970, the second-generation Camaro came out. And it was introduced in February of 1970. Uh, it the body style it was um, restyled. The body was um, larger and just it was wider than the first one, but also very muscly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, definitely. But 
It was didn't change a whole lot. It was just a lot larger and wider from the outside. Well, the front looked different for sure. Yeah, it does look different. It had a different front. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then in 1982, there was the the third styling, and uh, the IROC Z was introduced in 1985. The third generation, <laughs> the third generation went from uh, 1982 to 1992, so it lasted 10 years. So it was um, it was pretty good. I don't know something about that's a bit off-putting to me. I, I, I just I want to like it. I want to like the you look. You want to like it, it I, but you I, just can't. I can't. Something's wrong with it. I don't know. Need surgery. It's, it's it's pretty cool. I don't know. I like I like. Uh, I like the next version, which you're going to talk about right now. Yeah, the next <laughs> generation, the fourth generation, was a 1993 to 2002. Oh, it's so cool looking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. The fourth generation Camaro debuted in 1993. So, um, yeah, it was it was just newer, and everyone wanted it. So, uh, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Kids in Cars. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And today we're going to talk about uh, the Camaro. We're still going to continue with the Camaro in the fourth <laughs> generation. Um, the fourth generation was on an updated F-body platform. platform. So, it was just... The F body, but it was newer, like more modern in yeah. that time, I guess. Which is a good thing. Yeah, it <laughs> did have the some of the same characteristics as the one in 1967. Like, it had two plus two seating, but this one had an optional T-top roof. Do you know what T-top roof is? Remind me. Okay, it's like the roof, but you can take out two sections oh, of the roof. Okay. But there's I like do a know what that strip. is. Like in the middle, so there was like the car, and there was like a strip, but you could take the other side out. So, I guess that's kind of that's hard to awesome describe. That's awesome style. Yeah, when my mom tried to describe that to me. I was like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." If she you've seen it, picture. if you've seen it, you probably know what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've seen it, you've definitely known what it is. So I like the Camaro version of the fourth generation, or I mean, not Camaro concept. <laughs> I mean, uh, what are you the, trying to what's say? What's the one without the roof? The convertible? Convertible. I like the convertible <laughs> fourth generation. Yeah, that, I have a picture of that in front of me. It looks It is very, very nice. awesome. Yeah. Um, this one, this, the fourth generation had a choice of a V6 or a V8 engine. So, I a little bit more option. <laughs> the V8 engine, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would have picked that too. Um, 2002 uh, was when it kind of stopped. The Camaro didn't keep going on well, that was like the special anniversary 35th 35th that was 35 years that of was, continuous that was my favorite production. version of the camaro yeah the the 2002 35th anniversary edition with red and white stripes oh it looks so good that's the one i have a picture of in front of me oh it's so good it's it does awesome. it, yeah so um <laughs> they kind of stopped making them at that time and then they're starting to make a comeback like ever since Bumblebee in Transformers, that was I remember in the when movie. I first saw it, and I was like, "Wow, that is such a cool concept car." I hope they release it and don't change it at all. Yeah, and now it's so popular, and it totally became popular uh, just from that movie because everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, Bumblebee, that's such a cool they car! Totally, Look at the body style of it. They, they totally Look at the stripes. Owe that movie, they owe that movie so much. That <laughs> I love that movie." 
only because of the Camaros in it. No, I love it for more reasons, but the Camaro, <laughs> such a good, such a good car. It's my favorite car. It's, it's amazing. But then in 2010, it came out again. It went... Well, based on the 2006 concept, which is what was in Transformers. Which was a, yeah, yeah. So they were working on it earlier, like the concept of it, the concept car, but then um, they didn't release it until spring of 2009 as a 2010 model year. So um, the fifth generation Camaro is also engineered by uh, General Motors, but it's it's in... It's in Melbourne, Australia. Like, that's where they Make are. it? Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure. That must cost lots of money to import. Yeah, it says. Yeah. Oh, that's engineered. It's not produced by them. No, it's engineered. That's what I said, didn't I? Oh. Oh, maybe I, not. But that's... I think you said produced. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Um, And then on April 1st of this year, or no, last year. Wait, is this 2011? Yeah, okay. Then last year... Um, the Camaro... The Camaro, thank you. ...was named the World Car Design of the Year at the World Car of the Year Awards. Okay, how do you know that? You, like, took the words right out of my mouth. It's on the page. Okay, I guess you have the <laughs> same paper as I do. Okay. Um, and Camaros were also um, racing cars. I don't really know much about that. I just kind of learned that. Well, I have racing games, and I race Camaros, and oh, they're fast. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, They're great cars. When I, lo- when I researched the Camaro and it came up racing, I was like, Camaros raced? What? What they, is they this? They do. I mean, I put a NASCAR engine in my 2010 model in my video game, and it goes really fast. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Turning isn't so good, though. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the Camaro's an amazing car. It really is. And um, uh, special thanks to Raheem and... Dan, Mr. Dan Landers from Chapman Chevrolet for letting us uh, drive the car and interview them. Well, we didn't drive it. <laughs> well, for letting my dad drive the car with us in it. Okay. Well, let's take a break. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're 
listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the program, Kids and Cars, on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And uh, earlier in the show, we talked about how we got to go to Chapman Chevrolet and test drive the new, or not, I guess not super new, but the 2011 Camaro convertible. I would call that new. Yeah. It's 2011. What year is it? 2011. Exactly. I keep forgetting what year it is. I've done that <laughs> earlier in the show. Well, anyway, Anthony, why don't you go ahead and talk about our experience there? Well, you should talk about the experience, and then I will talk about the Camaro itself. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so we went in, and we met with um, a sales consultant. He's like, here, go ahead. Test drive this Camar- this convertible. And we're like, oh, my gosh. He's very okay. nice. Okay, he was so nice. His name is Rahim. Rahim, yeah, he's so cool. And uh, we went out on the freeway. My dad drove, and we, we drove it down the freeway, and we're like, oh, my goodness. And the wind was like. Oh, blowing in your hair, and your hair oh, was like was going amazing. black, and going black. <laughs> your hair wasn't going black. Your hair was going back. Okay, <laughs> but um, it was just so cool, and it smelled like a new car. I love that smell. Don't you like that smell, Anthony? Uh, new car. Yeah, totally. I just love that. Don't smell. Don't they have those little pine things, and then it smells like a new car? New car. Yeah, them? they might have pine things. We use those in our cars. Morning <laughs> fresh. Morning oh, it's fresh. So good. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it was so cool, and it was it was black, and and uh, the seats were leather, and the it was just unbelievable. Yeah, had a very nice interior. Very nice, I love. I like the seats especially. I, I I'm a sucker for leather seats. I am. <laughs> <laughs> leather seats. Are it reminds really me of cool. my couch, and then it's like mm, a couch, and then I get comfortable. <laughs> and the leather seats, like the interior, comes in three different colors. It comes in. Uh, Beige? In, I think. I, I don't know. I think one was beige, one was orange, black, and one was black. and then one was orange. So it comes in, in three different colors. R- really, really cool. And then the car itself comes in several different colors. It comes in Summit White, uh, Inferno Orange Metallic, uh, Victory Reds. Rally Yellow. Rally Yellow. Black. Yeah, Black. <laughs> black. Black, yeah. All the other names have, like, fancy things in front of them, and Black is just... Black. Black. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, but anyway, so... Um, I will talk about the features now. Yeah. What I got from being in it. Okay, well, it's got heated seats, and that's really cool. Especially living in Arizona. You know, we really need those. Okay, well, it's cool if you're in a cold <laughs> place, because my uncle's car is heated seats, and in Illinois, it is so nice. After going sledding, and you're just, oh, so shivering cold, and you get in your cars like... Like it's putting a blanket so around nice. you. Yeah, it's when so I'm nice. <laughs> when I'm done with swimming in the middle of winter, it's like we're freezing there, wet, and we're in our towels, and we sprint to the car, and you get in, and it's like ah, heated seats. Yeah, so nice. I can really appreciate heated seats. Yeah. Okay, it's got OnStar. We're gonna go into detail about that later, but it's basically like totally awesome. It's like a phone. <laughs> like a gps phone and you can search for where things are and you can call for help and stuff but you talk to people when you push the button so it's like people and it's different and it's very cool and it can automatically detect when you've been in a crash so when you crash it's like hey you're in a crash and then it calls 911 for you and that's pretty cool And you don't even have to do anything and it gives the car a phone number so people can like call your car phone so that's pretty cool 
It's got a USB port, which is compatible with pretty much anything. Well, that's what the guy said, and I trust him. I mean, I'm sure you could plug pretty much anything in there, and it would play music. Yeah, you can even plug a um, flash drive in there, and that's cool. It's got XM radio, which is satellite radio, which is very cool. Because my uncle's car, it also has XM radio, and you can listen to pretty much every station. Yeah, he said it had, like, over 200 stations. 247, to be exact. Oh, wow. (laughs) And the first three months are free of that. And he said after that, it's not too much money, and it depends on what package you have. So you might as well keep it. (laughs) And the steering wheel. The steering wheel was pretty cool. It was... It, it looked deep cool. Dish. Deep dish is what they deep called dish. it. Deep dish. So like the the middle of it was in, but the part where you actually held on to it was more towards you. Yeah, so. but Riley's it had some buttons on the steering wheel, and Riley's dad said those were kind of hard to press with your thumb. With your thumb, yeah. I can see why. Like I I saw the steering wheel, and it was like, yeah, that that's a bit odd. I mean, it's still a pretty cool steering wheel, though. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was. I love driving that car. Well, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is. Kids in Cars, and I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And today we're going to talk about different security systems that you can put in your cars. So, when we... Wait, I wasn't done yet. Okay, you can finish what you were saying about the Camaro. Okay, well, it's got like this... It's like a hologram to me, because it projects your speed on to the dashboard. Or not the dashboard, the windshield. The windshield. So then it's like you're looking at the road, and it's got like... It's like floating there, and that is so cool. Oh, mm-hmm. and automatic, it's got a manual mode. I mean, it's got slightly less horsepower, but you can just switch to manual whenever you want and flip with the little flipper things behind the steering wheel. And it doesn't even have a clutch, so that's really cool. Like, if I had a choice between automatic and manual for this car, I would pick automatic, because you can always go to manual. Okay, I think now I'm done. And I'm done. Um, one, one more quick little thing. The gears that are normally you can see through your steering wheel or when you look over your steering wheel that are in your, your dash. Not, not gears, gauges. Gauges. Sorry. <laughs> gears. Sorry. They're they're down by um, under the under the, the radio. And so, the con- like air conditioning controls. And yeah, stuff. They're, they're under the... By the gear shifter. Yeah. And the funny story about the gear shifter, Riley always called it the Prindle because... It, it was the P, Park, R, reverse, neutral, drive... And, and low. And, yeah, and So and I was Prindle. like, oh, what's the Prindle? And they're like, it's not the Prindle. I'm like, well, it's the Prindle to me. So, yeah, so <laughs> we, we that was call, our experience. We're going to call it the Prindle from now on. From on now show. on, the Prindle is that... It's exactly. the Prindle. Yeah. And uh, once again, special thanks to Chapman Chevrolet and uh, Raheem. And Dan Landers. And Dan Landers. Okay, so um, now we're going to talk about... Um, Honstar and security systems. And security systems. So, uh, one of the security systems that uh, Mr. Mr. Dan Landers talked to us about was LoJack, and LoJack is is really cool. It's it's um it's in your car, and if it ever gets stolen, they find it within. I think the average recovery time is two hours. So they immediately find there's there's a tracking system and they got a helicopter on it's it hidden so if a thief steals yeah. your car he's not going to know and rip it out of the interior or anything yeah and some pretty cool low jack effects are 774 vehicles were recovered in 2008 with this um and over 12 million dollars worth of vehicles were recovered in arizona in 2008 also it's got a 90 percent recovery rate 
Devices undetectable by thieves. Mm -hmm. Direct partnership with police across the country. Mm -hmm. No monthly fees and a 24-hour theft recovery guarantee. Many yep. recoveries within hours. And there, there's a pretty cool story on this that that uh, he told us. Um, he printed one, it out for us too. <laughs> yeah, he printed it out for us. Uh, some some guy was at the gym working out and his his 2004 Dom Ram Dodge Ram Dom Dom <laughs> Dodge Ram pickup was um, in the parking lot. And he, he he got a notification on his phone that his car was... Um, being moved, was which being is pretty moved. much being stolen. Was, yeah, <laughs> if he's not moving it. So we took the parking lot and it was gone. So... Um, he called police. He, he call, yeah, he called police. And within 16 minutes, the police had uh, given it back to him. Like, they, well, they found the, the guy thief. within... Yeah, they caught the thief. 16 minutes. 16 minutes. That's the fastest. That's um, probably like the... The quickest recovery of like a yeah, car theft yeah. ever. <laughs> so that's pretty cool that they offer um, LoJack. Um, another really cool, cool thing is there's this technology and it's called the Nissan Vision two, 2015, and uh, it hasn't come out yet. So that's why it's 2015. But it it detects alcohol. So if you like if you touch a thing and you it detects it. With your perspiration, so it's it's pretty cool, and it. I think I would disable that to be honest. I mean, there are so many things. I mean, I've heard tons of stories about things that think you're drunk or whatever, and you're not drunk, and then it disables but something it, or calls the cops on you. So I wouldn't trust that. I don't that. know if that is. Okay. I I would have to make sure it was foolproof first. But it, <laughs> okay. it, I mean, if it works, that's pretty cool. Because okay. then you can't drive drunk because it like shuts the car off. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and then there's. There's a lot more tracking devices. There's this one. It's called Mobile Teen GPS, and oh, you can is, put it in your teen's car. Are those those devices that let you like spy on your children? I guess they're not really spying, but they're called it's, Teen Locate, Repair Response, Geofence, Force Field. Anything that tracks your child with a, like a device is spying. Obviously, I guess you could That's consider spying. it spying, but it's really cool. You should look into it. It's called Mobile Teen GPS. Well, let's take a break. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control... That's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show.
Welcome to the program, Kids in Cars, on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Riley Waite. And I'm Anthony Erdo. And today we're going to talk about um, tracking services in teens' cars. So Evil spy devices. <laughs> yes, Anthony <laughs> likes to call them evil spy devices. Well, that's okay. what they are. <laughs> okay. Whatever, whatever you okay. want, Anthony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I was doing some research on these different security devices that you can put in cars, and I came across came across this one called Mobile Teen GPS. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Anthony might not think so, but I don't. I, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> this thing that that parents can put in their teens' cars so they know where they are. Um, they know when when the car is moving. Uh, they can. Okay, there's this thing. It's really cool. It's called. Okay, finish your thought first. Well, I am finishing okay. my thought. Okay, okay, then keep talking. Okay. Um, <laughs> right now I lost my thought. Okay. Well, they. Okay, it has it has. Track you. It, it has five different key features to this um, tracking thing. It has this. It's called. There's one called Teen Locate. And that tells your parents where you are and how long you have been at any some point or location within 30 feet. So it gets it right. It's like you could be over there, but then, yeah, never mind. It's just within 30 feet. It's It's too hard to explain. It's like a spy device. How would you feel if you knew someone was tracking you at all times of the day when you were in your car? I would feel pretty uncomfortable. I don't know. I'd feel safe. I don't think I could stand it. I'd feel safe. <laughs> well, I'd feel safe. Parents should trust their children enough not to put these things in their car. Yeah, but it's just for safety measures. Look, it allows you to wrap your teen's vehicle for unapproved use or to alert vehicle movement and prevent vehicle theft. But besides prevent the Prevent vehicle theft. Yeah, but it can still, like, it's bad. Explain uh, why it's bad. Because it's, like... You don't trust your kid, so you're going to put some device on it, on the car, and then your kid, you develop issues with your kid, and then he doesn't talk to you when you're older. So, okay, well, Mom, what do you think about it? Um, What do I think about it? Well, I don't think that it's necessarily has to be a trust issue. I feel like it kind of helps to set boundaries for you, gives you an idea, especially when you're just learning how to drive and how to deal with traffic and what areas to go into. I think it just gives you some tighter boundaries where you can, it's a learning experience. And I think there's a lot of safety involved with it too. I mean, if say you get lost or something, I could, I would always be able to help you navigate away from a situation like that. And I think when you're 16 and you're just learning how to drive, there there are a lot of things that you are still learning and you don't necessarily have all of the wisdom yet that it takes. And this just gives, like I said before, some boundaries that helped you to even feel comfortable. I'm I'm a fan of boundaries, right, Riley? She is definitely a fan of boundaries. So I don't I don't think it has to be a trust issue. I think it, sometimes it's more of a safety issue. Yeah, there's 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 a there's a thing on it called repair response, and that provides vehicle location in case of an accident, a breakdown, or theft. That way, your parents can help you if you break down. Be like, oh, my car broke down. What am I gonna do? My phone's dead. Well, why would your phone be dead? Well, I'm just giving a scenario. Well, you should have your phone charged at all times. Okay, well, <laughs> just if, the if is coming out, if that ever happens and your phone is dead. You know, it's always good to well, double protection. 
It's always good to be sure. Do you have double car insurance with two different companies? No, you don't because you don't need it. Okay. Well, we'll go back to that later. <laughs> there, there's another one called, um, well, part of the teen, mobile teen GPS, there's a geofence. This allows um, your parents to... Let me guess, like box you in and try to keep you in prison of a certain area. <laughs> um, not keep you in prison or box you in. Why did you have to go that far? Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I get it, intense. It, it just it sets boundaries. It's key word here, boundaries. Boundaries. It's like... So if you're learning to drive and your parents didn't want you to say like go on the freeway unless they're in you they're in the car with you to teach you well, how to do it what they to trust do you? well they should trust you but when you're learning I'm pretty sure I'd be kind of scared going on the freeway well then I wouldn't go on by the myself. freeway okay well <laughs> what? never mind um you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network the show is Kids in Cars I'm Riley Waite and I'm Anthony Erdo and we're talking about the GPS devices that parents install in teenager cars, and we're arguing if they're good or not. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'd be good. Like I said, in case of accident, breakdown, theft, like abduction. Okay, maybe, okay. maybe it would be good, but Aww. I don't know. It just seems like an issue of control, and your parents need to control you at all times. But I guess I, I I'm, starting to, I'm starting to see... How these things can be useful for parents. Okay, okay. We're, we're, it's growing on you. It is growing on me. And I don't want to admit it, but it is. <laughs> and uh, if it becomes disabled, it continues to record and alert anything up to eight hours. Uh, it has a backup battery pack. Well, so if you ever, like, disabled it, well, it how, still knows what's going on. Why would you disable it? Well, weren't you just saying that you wanted not in there? So if you Yeah, but were... I wouldn't disable it. That would like break trust even more. Okay, true. True, true, very true. Well uh, Okay, I think that's everything about that. We about can talk that about one. OnStar more. Oh yeah, OnStar. It's totally cool. Yeah, why don't you go ahead okay. on with the OnStar, Mr. OnStar man? Well, it's got like automatic crash response, so it's like if you get in a car crash and you hit a tree and you can't speak or something, and then it'll be like, you're in a crash. And then it'll send 911 to you. And it'll like your, know your exact location. And it does navigation too. So if you want to find like Dunkin' Donuts and you're like, I don't know where Dunkin' Donuts is, you can hit the button and ask the person, where's Dunkin' Donuts? And they will find out for you and it'll be... Put on your dashboard where to go, and then you will go to Dunkin' Donuts. And then it's got like hands-free calling and stuff, so you can just call. It has your its own phone number. Yeah, I think I so. Said if that. you like, <laughs> so if you like, gave out your car's phone number, then people could call you on the car, and it'd come up. It's ringing, and yeah. you could talk to it. And we've actually had to use that before, and it can really? unlock your car. One time we left the keys in our car and it was locked and kind of had to call OnStar and ask them to unlock our car for us. It was pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, and um, if you, uh, 
if you, since you have a subscription, if you have it, you go online to their website and you can actually see diagnostic reports on your car and it'll tell you your air pressure and your tires and your oil and stuff. Well, so, I so didn't know that. Yeah, so it'll tell you about key operating systems and that's pretty useful. That is definitely very useful. Oh, um... No Once again, when we were at Chapman Chevrolet oh, yeah. talking about OnStar, there, in the lobby, there was a Corvette. A $100,000 Corvette. $100,000 Corvette. And I got, it was so cool. We went in there, and we sat in it, and the interior was suede, and it had carbon it fiber. It smelled good. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. Carbon it, fiber, yes. It had carbon fiber Which on is, the outside If you don't it. know what that is, it's like a strong, durable substance that's lighter than what usually they make with they use to make cars so it's better mm -hmm. for race cars or cars that are designed to go fast and want um, to thank chapman chevrolet because it's very cool of them that they let us do all that at their yeah. place yeah so special <laughs> thanks to uh chapman chevrolet again and dan special landers. thanks to mr dan landers the finance director he is very nice very i nice. enjoyed talking to him very much and um rahim so if you would like to email the show, send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Make sure to mention my name, Riley Waite. And my name, Anthony Erdo. And mention the name of our show, Kids in Cars. Tell us something or ask questions that we can mention or answer on the show. So if you want to get a hold of us, um, again, that's voiceamericakids <laughs> at yahoo.com. So, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. It gave us things to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids in Cars. Remember, we're here to drive you crazy on the Voice <laughs> America Kids Network. I love that. Thanks for listening to Kids in Cars. Your hosts will be back next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll catch you next week. care how you got here we're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids hi this is connor brantley host of hello the future is calling and this is our future is missing voice america kids please be on the lookout for philip pinnock african-american and is now 22 years old he went missing from the dallas fort worth area on august 17 2005 at five o'clock philip is 5'6, 130 pounds brown eyes and brown hair he may still be in the dallas area Philip has a pierced ear and a gap between his top front teeth. If you know of Philip's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-5678. To see a picture of Philip, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you.